This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, Patrick McDonald. And Patrick, oh boy, how about this little uh, bizarro leaderboard? We have a couple of stars bookending the thing. Yeah, not too shabby, eh? Uh, no major hangover for Rory or Cantlay or Xander. Or none of them must have gotten their Gatorade in, their Advil in. And I mean, the stars are rising to the top. Uh, it seems like every week this summer, another big name's uh, winning. According to our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook, Rory McElroy, thanks to his opening eight under 62, is the favorite to win this week's Travelers Championship. It was bogey free. He's plus 225. And Patrick, I believe that I read this is only the second time that Rory has played four consecutive weeks in his career. He's not tired. No major championship hangover. It looks very, very good out there. Yeah, and uh, he, he said in his post round that, you know, he has two weeks off after this, and he's like, I'm putting my full force behind these next 54 holes. I'm looking forward to it, and why shouldn't he? He's been unbelievable the past two months, uh, you know, kind of sneaky-ish, disappointing-ish, top five there at Brookline, and he just carried it over, you know, an hour down the road. So rightful favorite to begin the week alongside Scotty Scheffler and rightful favorite after, I mean, a pretty easy stress-free eight under. Yeah, he was sharp. I mean, Scotty has already kind of run away with player of the year, but if you remove Scotty Scheffler from the player of the year conversation, Rory McIlroy already with two wins. Maybe he gets another one here or before we get to the tour championship. I mean, this is this is a really good year from Rory that it's probably going to go a little bit overlooked because he hasn't won a major. That's all the, that's the only way we grade him. Yeah, pretty much. And statistically starting to look like his uh, honestly a little bit better than his 2014 self where he won a WGC and two majors within a three tournament stretch. Mm -hmm. I think Jack Nicholas told him that he was going to win 20 plus majors by the time he's done. Uh, Clearly, Jack is uh, not the best predictor of things, but uh, yeah, statistically, it's his best season in quite a while and he's got to be a bit disappointed uh, just, I mean, two wins, is it, that can be disappointing, I guess, if you're Rory McIlroy, right? I mean, 21 time winner on the PGA tour, you probably would have liked to have, you know, one or two, especially a major, like you said, but yeah, it, it's definitely a, a great season, but one that we might overlook, uh, kind of when looking back at this year, Patrick Cantlay lurking Xander Shoffley lurking both of them are plus 500 over at caesar sportsbook shawfley shot a seven under 63 can't lay wrapped up his six under 64 uh both have had decent levels of success around tpc river highlands but we got that we got that good version of patrick can't lay again today didn't we it's not it's not one we always get but when he's firing on all cylinders it, it looks almost unstoppable 
Hey, you got the putter going for the first time uh, in what seems like since Caves Valley, really, uh, since that FedEx Cup playoffs. And I, he just has to, like, wake up in the morning and think, you know, it's, it's big money season. It's right around the corner. FedEx Cup playoffs are right around the corner. I got to get things going, got to turn things around. And a quiet top 15 last week at the U.S. Open, but he's kind of a guy where, you know, when birdies are flowing, Cantlay tends to have a good time. And, you know, definitely today at TPC River Highlands, the scoring was, you know, perfect and ideal, especially after the rain yesterday. And, yeah, he, I mean, him, Xander hit 18 out of 18 greens in regulation, which was ridiculous. It felt like he easily – I mean, he burned a lot of edges, it looked like, and, you know, sub-60 could have been could have been in the conversation. And so, you know, them two, Rory, you know, Scheffler's 14-1. to one. He's – I don't know what he's at now, probably two under. If I, I don't have a screen in front of me, but just a great leaderboard. Yeah, so we are uh, watching Scotty Scheffler play his uh, final hole right now. He is two under par, so chance he could go – a little bit deeper than that. I love that they threw up the uh, the Xander Shoffley 18 out of 18 greens in regulation, and it said tied his career best. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I hope I hope there wasn't a situation where he hit 19 out of 18. That would be that would be pretty impressive. You can only tie that record, Patrick. Yeah, exactly. I mean, unless you know Harris English might have you know connected on 20 last year in the final round. You never know. <laughs> That's right. Start counting the playoffs. Uh, he probably got, yeah, he probably got pretty deep there. Looking a little bit further down the board here, um, if you want somebody that is not a big time golfer, Rory, Patrick Cantlay, Xander, Scotty Scheffler, there's plenty of value. Like I liked Cam Davis coming into the week. He's 40 to one. He is only three shots off the leap. Now, I, I think it's going to be a tall task for any one of the, not the big four to kind of take this thing, but the odds, the odds are still very inviting with 54 to go. Yeah. And typically when we kind of see these big names, right, there's a lot of value kind of just taken out inherently. And with Rory, Cantley, Xander and Scotty all at the top, there's a great opportunity, I think towards the bottom and, Someone I'm looking at, he hasn't really played a lot this year because he's been injured, but defending champion Harris English. Uh, I think he's four under, around 70 to one. Uh, he'll have the opportunity to get off in the morning tomorrow, post a good score, and set him up for the weekend. Uh, 80 to one. There Eight? you go. Say and, yeah. and yeah, I mean, he missed the cut at the Memorial in his first start back. Uh, made the cut last week, was inside the top 15 in strokes gain approach in the two middle rounds. So, it's going to be a slow, slow, but surely climb back to where Harris was last, uh, last year, but I don't want to miss the party kind of, you know, I kind of want to get my cake. So I, I don't mind Harris English at 80 to one, only four strokes back. I want to talk about some other stuff, but quickly, uh, Jordan Spieth has a putt on 18 that if he makes this birdie, will get him to five over, not five under Patrick five over everything went awry for Jordan Spieth. I think he had three different penalty shots, including driving it into the water on 17. I believe he was the only ball in the water there all day, just like completely out of sync speed. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's trying to get us a better number on him for St. Andrews, to tell right. you the truth. <laughs> yeah, very generous of him. Real man of the people type stuff. But yeah, the only sh only shots I've seen from him were Chipping over the green on the par five on the back nine when he was greenside and two, uh, and then Splashtown USA on 17, like you said.
One, two, three, four, five bogeys, two doubles, three birdies, and that putt for uh, a birdie on 18 upcoming. So we'll see where Jordan Spieth ends up finishing this round. But we've got to talk about the PGA Tour's uh, latest response to live golf and the presser and all that other stuff. We are going to do that. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. Okay, Patrick, so here's what we've got. The Open Championship is indeed going to allow the live golfers to play. Probably no surprise there. And we've got uh, Jay Monahan giving his presser, and we've had a couple of days or a day or two to digest some of the changes that are coming to the PGA Tour. How would you grade this initial response from Big J? Oof. Well, I think the the initial one, the letter, I'd give you know like a D. I didn't love it. Uh, essentially telling players it's really tough to win out here uh, <laughs> over there with only 48 golfers. <laughs> yeah. O- over there, all it is is money and easy wins. Uh, I didn't love that tone from him, but I-, I think this was considerably better. I-, I like what he did with the schedule. I think he's trying, they're trying to make the regular season actually mean something again. And to be honest with you, it really hasn't for the past few years. And, cutting it down to 70 players and making it so the season is January to August. I, I love a lot. I mean, I'm all about trimming the fat, even in my everyday life. I'm about that. Uh, so the scheduling I like, I think the Scottish open, the co-sanctioned event with the DP world tour, there's reports that um, they won't let the live players in the week uh, before the open championship. So I'm interested to see where the DP World Tour stands with the PGA Tour moving forward because they have an opportunity to essentially go from the NIT tournament to March Madness overnight if you know if they say heck with the strategic alliance. But that's just thinking out loud. Yeah, the DP World Tour, which was on the brink of extinction in like June of 2020 now could find itself in a bidding war between the PGA Tour and the Saudis. Um, 
which like I, I I am fascinated to see how that how that ends up playing itself out. Yeah, but at, you know, back to your original question, I I definitely got off on a tangent a little bit. I I think Jay did you know all he could really do. I think a lot of people might have been expecting something big and flashy, but he's taking care of the big dogs, and that's that's what you got to do right now. Yeah, I think that, um, and and we've known this before. Making wholesale changes on the PGA Tour, it's like it's like trying to turn around a battleship. Like it's going to take forever. There, there's these things are ingrained. These events are, are are years in the making. He doesn't have much leverage anyway, so he bumps up the purses on eight of these events to get them into you know twenty million, twenty five million dollar uh, territory. You you shrink the number of cars. This is it's like a B plus, right? I mean, this is a lot of what he could like. You know, we talk about uh, I shouldn't relay this back to uh, politics in any way. That seems to go horribly on this show. But like, you know, the executive action from a president, what can a president do with a pen stroke as opposed to going through Congress? Like what can Jay Monahan do himself without having to go out and, you know, get a bunch of, of sponsors and all this stuff in on it? Like he did what he could. I don't know if it's going to work and I don't know if it's going to stop anybody, but for the short term quick response, this is probably everything he could have done. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you there. Um, and yeah, I feel like he didn't want to show all his cards because some of those people in that player only meeting as well, they could be going to live next week for all we know. Right. And so for the time being, like it, it's tough to change things on in a professional sports organization. And this I think was a great step in that direction. I had one more thing and I'm trying to remember um, what it was here. Um, I don't remember. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bummer. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. Oh, okay. I remember. Uh, this is kind of nerdy, but I was looking at like the OWGR situation for a lot of these golfers. Mm -hmm. And let's just assume that live golf does not get OWGR sanctioned, or it takes a year for that to come through. There's a lot of these guys that but by this time next year, Brooks Kepka specifically, who's 19th in the world, by this time next year will be like 70th in the world. And then like a month after that, will drop to like 350th if he has no OWGR events to play in. So that he's gonna have to make all his hay in you know three major championships be between this time next year, or he's gonna have to go grind the Asian tour, or else it's never gonna be uh like, like these guys aren't going to ever be in major championships again. Yeah. I think Brooks is a weird case. His last one's 19, right? So he gets uh, five years, which would put him in 24 for a lot of these things. And then U S opens yeah, a 10 year. A good example because he's exempted yeah. other ways, but like just based on world ranking, these guys are going to drop. Yeah. I mean, that, that's always, that's always been the key domino that needed to fall was OWGR. Uh, and I don't know if their way of, you know, potentially buying the DP world tour, that rumor is, that, you know, maybe they think it's not going to go their way. So they want to go through probably the only other Avenue, I guess. Um, but yeah, it, if the OWGR points don't grant, they aren't granted to these events. Um, yeah. I mean, they're screwed. That's really, really the easiest way to put it. Well, do you, do you think there's a large percentage of these guys that, uh, based on the amount of money that they've taken and the amount of money that they will earn 
will not care that they won't be able to play majors if that's the way it ends up being? Yeah, I think the majority, to tell you the truth. Yeah, uh, I think so, too. I mean, I, I think you know that going into the situation that majors could be taken off the table. Correct. Uh, I yeah. think I, I completely agree. I completely yeah. agree. Okay, uh, Patrick, thank you very much. We will uh, do this again after round two, round three, round four. But for now, we're going to put a pin in it. Big thanks to producer Jacob, does all the hard work behind the scenes. Patrick McDonald, available on Twitter at Amateur Status. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.